Hey folks, it's Andy. I just wanted to let you know that we've decided to move our release dates for Tuning Japanese from Sundays to Mondays. Part of the reason for that is it gives us an extra day to make sure that we get everything put in order, and I'm not rushing on my Sundays to edit this. And also, the Raw Attitude podcast releases episodes on Sundays as well, so we wanted to avoid having two different shows release episodes on the same day for the Questionable Endeavor Network. Hope you guys enjoy, and happy Labor Day! Across? What the hell? I didn't feel a thing! Yes, but your body would only last three seconds. One, two, three, see? Uh, what? <laughs> While wandering in the wastelands, Excel learned this lethal technique. Here's a taste of it. Such a bad game, Abby! <laughs> now you're a pretty girl character! Pretty grotesque, actually. And from this day forth, you shall wander the wastelands looking cute! No! Tuning Japanese, a podcast with three lone wanderers in their 30s talk about anime. First, he's a pretty lady that became a star in some other crap like that. It's Andy! I'm so pretty and witty and gay! I didn't know which one of us he was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> and he's now the bathroom cleaning captain, Bill! Ooh, I am? Yeah. I got a promotion. <laughs> you got a promotion. That's I, so great. I leveled up. I am a Kong. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. Yes. And my cuteness has been increased by 28% over company standards. I'm Josh. I thought you had a few extra sparkles. I know. Isn't it awesome? And you do have the cat ears. The cat ears are very cute. Can I touch Wait, them? No. Oh, God, I'm trying to get those taken care of. I don't want to glorify myself. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, That's why I'm wearing the hat. Wow. Uh, yeah, so welcome to Tuning Japanese. We are back for another episode of Excel Saga, Excel Saga, episode 23, Legend of the End of the Century Conqueror. And guys, 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 we have a good one. It's not quite top five. I would say this is almost number six for me, but God damn it. This is a good episode. A scathing review from Andrew. Yes, it's a good one. It's a great, great like, scathing. Well, it's not top five. That's true. Yeah, yeah. He, he, like the other twenty episodes. I mean, well, well, okay. We're we're getting down up there too. I mean, this is episode twenty three. We only have three episodes left. Thank God for Bill. I'm well, sure. technically only two canonical ones, and then going too far. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, we're literally at the doorstep of the end. Of Bill Suffering. I mean, of Excel Yay. Saga. <laughs> and it's going to be great, and it's going to be a fun time. But before we get to the review, let's talk some nerd news. Ooh, all right. Let's see. I think we start with Bill last time, perhaps. Josh, we'll start with you. Give us some nerd news. All right, so here in the state of Illinois, there is a uh, legislation that's been uh, put forth uh, as a bill uh, in regards to Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Apparently... Pokemon Stop, you mean. Pokemon well, Go. <laughs> The, the whole basis of this law is that uh, any location, private residence, whatever, that does not want to be a part of Pokemon Go servers, Niantic would have to, by law, remove it. Why does the so, state of Illinois hate us, us having fun? Wait, it's a bill that gets rid of Pokemon. <laughs> they stole my gimmick. No, no. Oh, no. It's like when you took all those Pidgeys you found in the wild and you smashed them against a tree. <laughs> They were horrific. delicious. Oh, that's so horrific. It's called Squab. Oh, no. Squabio. Oh, God. Squabiato. Oh, that's not a Pokemon. <laughs> so the, uh, the the whole idea is not just for private residences, but this is for more sites that are deemed historically sensitive or ecologically sensitive. So national parks or historical landmarks. Or where I was born. No one can pinpoint where exactly you were born. Oh, no! No, no one can pinpoint where I was conceived. (laughs) (laughs) Or 
how often. Oh, stop it. <laughs> how often is oh, conceived? God. That's terrible. In a puddle of southern comfort. That explains a lot, actually. The, the legislation is being nicknamed Pidgey's Law. Obviously. Oh no, Because <laughs> people are raping them? Oh no. no because, because the state <laughs> government it's like a, let's face it, the state government don't don't want people walking all over Abraham Lincoln's birthplace going, Hey, I got a rat attack. I know if it's Pidgey's law, it's like it's like the Amber Alert. Okay, okay. Okay, some things I do understand because I saw a news story a while back talking about how the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. was really upset that, like, Pokemon are in there. Yeah, they had gassers in they there. They had gasleys in there, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's bad. I get that. You know, I understand a place like that. However, a, mon- a national monument or something like that, wouldn't that be a good thing in some respect to draw people to national monuments? Wouldn't you want to be like, hey... You know, go check out Lincoln's tomb or go check out the Lincoln Monument or whatever uh, in Illinois. I think they might get some culture yeah, as well as their 7,000 fucking Weedles. What about, but but in the same vein, what about places that are like uh, gaming preserves? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, I agree with you on that. Uh, you know, they can't not... take Pokemon out of game preserve. Those are preserved Pokemon. Yeah, absolutely. You get copy Teddy tops. Roosevelt will come back and oh, yeah. kick your ass. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt will like ride a, a giant fucking Teddy Ursa and just like... Just ruin you, wreck your day. So does that explain what happened to Cubone's mother, uh, Teddy Roosevelt? That's still a sensitive subject, and I do not want to talk. about Is this like Bambi's mom? Yeah, oh, basically. Oh, okay. oh. But- so we have another podcast that might be asking to join us. Yes. Oh, it's a video, a bad video game review podcast. Okay, okay. kind of like the Flop House, but instead of movies, it's uh-huh. video games. Okay. Will is recording it. He's working on the first episode tonight. Will is? Yeah. Like, our Will? Yeah. And I named it. Did you? Mm -hmm. I want to know. They're going to go with, uh, I I had a few ideas, but the one that he liked and they're going to go with was uh, pornography. (laughs) Pornography? Nice. If if, if it gets off the ground and he gets a few episodes under his belt, then we'll definitely probably extend extend an invitation to the Questionable Endeavor Network. Which, speaking of the Questionable Endeavor Network, um, I'll bring bring this up right now. It's it's not my nerd news, but I'll bring it up. Um, I did post... Uh, another article to the Questionable Endeavor Network. It was a follow-up for part of my series of the top five. We had the top five episode mm-hmm. about anime villains we talked about on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I posted my top five favorite Final Fantasy games. Right. Uh, and, and, yeah, about that. Yes. I, I do have a response for Yeah, you. go for it. Ow! What was that for? You didn't put in six. Yeah, I didn't really... Oh, I don't know if I should finish that sentence. Yeah, you better not. I, I never finished six. Smash Fiction did a episode that was uh, Kefka versus Sephiroth. Oh, that's interesting. And then mm. the uh, the lightning round because they change up everything in the lightning round. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So the lightning round was they were they escaped their games, uh, Wreck It Ralph style. Okay, ah! and, and wound up in the old D and D game, like arcade games. Nice. And they, and they were fighting for control of the realm. Nice. nice. That's fantastic. Nice. But seriously, hey, the, hey, everyone no, has no, their I opinions. Can't, I, I can't. You know what? Everyone has their opinions. And I'm gonna, sorry, fin- a game like Final Fantasy Tactics is better in my opinion. I don't know, I'm sorry. Oh man, I hope... I didn't finish Tactics. Could've oh get, really? Could have gotten the storyline. The story's tough. And I, in the article, I, I do I do talk about the fact that the story is probably the hardest part to get into. If you play the PSP version, it was a slightly bit better just because everyone talked super British. Because a British company took it over and redid some of the dialogue. And it's super British. So like, I, I like Vandal Hearts. Vandal Hearts, I remember you loving. Yeah, and that, that was, and that, that was in that same genre. It was yeah. that sort of like turn-based, but a big grid. Uh, a yes, lot of movement-based. Yeah, yeah, strategic game. Turn-based strategy? Yeah, turn-based strategy. Yes. Yeah. I, I did enjoy Vandal Hearts quite a bit, but I couldn't get into tactics. Yeah. So, um, so that wasn't my news. Um, but I do have... A bit of news that revenge. has to do with the... Revenge. No. Uh, a bit of news that does have to also do with the Questionable Endeavor Network, and I'm All sorry right. that this comes across a little self-serving, but... Oh, wait, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Get ready. It's a shameless plug! Yeah! It's our network. Right here in East Bullion, <laughs> Illinois. Dun, dun, dun! Andy's shameless plug moment! <laughs> uh, so... I was going for a cheap pop. I know. 
On the Questionable Never Network, you can check out the brand new episode of the Shadow Vane podcast. Yes, we have debuted the Ooh. brand new original series, which has been a labor of love, um, is the only way I can describe it. A lot of time writing, editing, you know, finding amazing, amazing voice actors who have done some really great work on this on this next story. The first episode of 1692 The Risen is now available and has gotten a lot of downloads and a lot of good reviews so far, so I'm really happy and, with how it turned out. And, and folks... Listen to the episode. For the love of God, listen to it. We've spent the last three months with this man just kind of slowly going into a downward spiral of insanity. Okay, two, <laughs> two points. One, yes. we probably don't need to be the ones plugging Shadow Vane. Shadow Vane probably needs to be plugging us. Probably. <laughs> now, two. Who, who, who could do that? I don't even know. Anyway. Two. Creepy voice. I was turned down for my audition for it being wildly culturally insensitive, and I think that's a miscarriage of justice. To, to, to be fair, the character in that story, we were looking for an African-American woman with a Haitian accent. Miss Cleo is Jamaican. That's close. Oh, oh, oh God. Mm, oh. Moving on. So, Bill, you got some nerd news? I do. No, take it away. Please. Well, Public cleanser. Please. That, that's called changing the subject. Much like uh, you, Segway. I'm going to start without nerd news. I just want to... We're, we're recording on a holiday weekend. We are. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I would like to acknowledge all the all of our mothers and yeah. all the mothers out there listening on this Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Wait. Labor. Labor's a, labor's a hard thing. You ever, you ever <laughs> sat through labor? It's It's... I mean, Wait, but, as a guy who's seen labor in action, that's uh-huh, that's gross. Yeah, but, yeah, but, so it, mm, yeah, that's terrifying. Uh-huh. But um, I mm, what? Did you guys really think that when we got school off for Labor Day that it was like all the moms are like, "Yeah, my vagina totally birthed something." Yeah, yeah, it was. Second yeah, it was two days day. a year for yeah. Second Mother's Day, mm-hmm. auxiliary Mother's uh, Day. Uh, no, what? What? I don't. I'm not sure that's how that works. What else could it mm-hmm. be then? I am a little bit drunk already. <sighs> Let's just. Hey, I'm not hey, sure what Josh's excuse is. Hey, hey, did wait, you wait, have wait, another wait, piece wait, of nerd news? Let me check I, my notes really quick. I did, and that's why I was drinking. Oh, labor work. Duh. <laughs> okay. Oh. Ah, that's huh. interesting. So tell me. We, we don't work on work day. Yeah. That makes less sense than what I said. <laughs> Does it make less or more sense than Excel Saga? More. Okay, fair enough. But, anyway, what, what else you got but for I've us, been, Bill? And why I've been drinking so heavily. <laughs> Excel Saga? That doesn't help. Three day okay. weekend. No, I've just received word. Just now, like in your earpiece. You yes, have? yes. I was wondering what that was all it, about. It was breaking news. I thought, I thought maybe you were just going deaf. Yes. No, <laughs> I, I thought I'm I, on the Bluetooth of the comic shop. Oh, got it. Okay. Okay. The sad, dear news this week, is that my beloved comic series Invincible is going to be ending. Oh wow. Aww. I think Image has kind of given up on their trying to build a extended superhero universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guardians of the Globe never went anywhere. I'm not oh. sure what that is. It was a spinoff. Okay. okay. And it got stopped and it got rebooted as Guarding the Globe. Mm-hmm. And then it got stopped and it got rebooted rebooted as Invincible Universe. Mm-hmm. And then it got killed. Wow. And wow. it's been a few months since the Invincible's come out. And I found out now that... They're about a year away from their end. Oh, wow. Oh, well, that's kind of sad. So I don't know why I'll go to the comic shop anymore. I'll have to find something else to read. Uh, Barbie Horse Adventure, the comic? Is that a thing? I know it's no, a video game. No, you, I think you're probably thinking more uh, My Little Ponies. Oh, yeah, that's a... You joke in somewhat that vein. Mm-hmm. I've heard that Power Rangers Pink... It's supposed to be an incredible series. There you go. Okay. You, can, you could pick up Power Rangers Pink. You could it's, just 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 get. It's Kimberly after knee deep in the pink, right? Yeah. It's Kimberly. I have no response to that. Honestly, <laughs> I hear she fights the stink. Oh no! It's her with her ranger powers after the end of the series, after mm-hmm. she retired as a ranger, using them sort of as a superhero, from what I understand. So like, she didn't have to give up her coin or anything. She just got to keep it. Apparently not. Okay. Was this after the events of Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, where she was uh, possessed by evil? I don't know. I didn't see that. You're fine, then. But yeah, apparently it's a comic starring Kimberly. And they actually have regular Power Rangers comics also. Okay. That apparently have been pretty damn good. I can't speak from any sort of real knowledge base about this one, but I've seen cover art for Transformers comics, and it looks always looks kind of fun. You know, I need to get into the Transformers comics. I, I've, I've wanted to, and I know you bought me a big omnibus mm-hmm. when I was sick, and uh, 
I read part of it, mm-hmm. and I just I had so much stuff to read. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. That was getting to about the point where I was starting to burn out on reading. Yeah, uh, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I started to read Transformers. I enjoyed it. I appreciated it, and then I was just like, I don't want to read anymore. Mm-hmm. You could always start getting into the all new, all different Marvel and really see how it is with the new six one six universe. And I could Marvel Prime universe, and I've thought about it. I gave up on on Ultimates a long time ago, right? And now it's all gone. So. Yeah, and I just I don't want to get in that situation again where I need to have six or seven comics in a whole. Right, from different, because because they're doing the cross. The I'd rather find something, I love Marvel, I love the characters, but to read a monthly poll of them, I don't have that much oomph to do that with Marvel or DC. Mm-hmm. No. I don't have that much spare money, to be honest. I think, honestly, what you should do is you should go to the comic book shop the next time you go, just wander, and just look, and maybe just pick something you know nothing about, mm-hmm. but like it just you look at it, you skim through it, you're like, that could be cool, and try it, try an issue. Isn't that how if, you got it, it crossed? I got in the cross because it was by, made by Garthenus. Was that yeah? Okay. okay. So I I had gotten in the preacher from other yeah. mm-hmm. other sources, and that's what led me to Punisher. Welcome oh. back, Frank, mm-hmm. which was Enos's run, mm-hmm. and it got me into Crossed. Right. Mm-hmm. Shame we couldn't couldn't find the the rest of the original of that original series. A Crossed. Yeah, because Family Values is messed up beyond what Crossed was. No, I know it. No, it's not that. It's not the family values was messed up. I think regular cross the family values were the same amount of messed up. Mm-hmm. It's that Garth Enos has this gift of although what he's doing is horrible and vulgar and blasphemous and any other awful thing you can think of. The man is a genius and he writes it with intelligence and humor and critical eye to society that makes his comics amazing. And when they, he handed crossed off to the other people and it was cross family values. It was, ha ha ha. Look how vulgar we can be. Look how awful we can be. That's all it was. That's all it was. And it Mm. was, there's nothing redeeming about it. Right. It took the deft hand of, I mean, somebody hurt Enos at some point in his life because that man is fucked in the head. Yeah. See, uh, from what little I've read, but he's a genius also. Mm -hmm. Okay. These people were just fucked in the head, and there was no genius behind it. Yeah. It was just vulgarity for vulgarity's sake. Mm-hmm. What what Bill is saying is, if you have any idea, a suggestion for a comic series that he should be reading, tweet at us or uh, get on our Discord or our forums or anywhere on our Facebook to send us that information, or tweet us a tweet out, yeah, or tweet, tweet us at us at, at Tuning Japanese. Okay. Yeah. And you can tweet, tweet at me directly at, at Azure Talon. There you go. Let him know. Let him know. We'd, we'd love to hear those suggestions. All right. Should we get into the episode? I think we are... We yeah. Are, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, are, we are about do, ready. Do we have to? Yes. Think yeah. of it this way. Once the night's over, so close. Then we go through... Then I don't know what we're going to do for this next one because it's all serious. So we're going to have to make all the humor. Oh, dear God. I'm going to have to get drunker. You're going to get yeah, very really drunk. Will. Who's going to bring me a bottle of booze? <sighs> This guy. All right, uh, so uh, we open with uh, a parody of Fist of the North Star, as we see Nabashin running through a post-apocalyptic wasteland, followed by a bunch of angry men with axes who are really super pissed off. And do you notice that one of them is like a naked, wacky, inflatable, waving Fla- arm tube Fla- man? Yeah. Well, what, what I liked, though, was the fact that it was in the year 1990X, and then immediately year people just start screaming, it's, we're past that! Yes, in the year uh, 2000. Yeah, we guess you get that after the opening credits. Yeah, but... but they, they, then they jump to that, like, they jump away to the, in 2000. So and I like X. that. And, and yeah. X. Yes, but, uh, but at this start, it goes with, the old, with that old standby of 19. 19- 90X yep. that you saw. I think it was first popularized on, well, probably from Festival of the North Star, but maybe even as early as the very first Metal Gear game, uh, because it was set in the year ni- 1990X. Mm. So, yeah, just... Well, to be fair, that is that that is something that's been, that's not been popularized just since then. If you go back in literature to even, like, uh, the Romantics and, like, the early Gothics, they in some of the stories, like there's a there's a story by Washington Irving, Devil and Tom Walker. They don't give the exact year, but they say like eighteen dash, like they like that that, that was actually a fairly common practice even back then of mm. like not specifying a very specific date, but giving you a general idea of okay. century. 
So I think that maybe extended into what became the modern version of that, the, like the, modern the media. 1990X or what, what, how you would use a 2021 x Yep. Yeah. It's a... Uh, that's my English degree actually getting some some uh, application right there. It's pretty good. I have never noticed that before, Excel. Really? Never. Never in anything? Nope. That's wow. interesting. That's that really interesting. interesting. Never once noticed it. Huh. huh. I, I was going to point out the two man. This was his first appearance. And he, na- <laughs> he now works for WWE. It's true. For, it's true. For, for Bailey. For yeah, Bailey. yeah, he does I Bailey's entrance. Bailey. Who, who's he voiced by, Bill? Uh, nobody. Oh, he has no voice. That's right. Okay. Yeah, there so, was no voice. Nabashin then runs into Koshi Richto, who's dressed as uh, Kenshiro, the yes. main character from Fist of the North Star. Yes. Uh, pretty cool bit there. I like. Oh. I like that. That's, you're mm. gonna get a lot of that if you've not seen mm. Fist of the North Star. You probably need to like pause us right now. Go find a copy of Fist of the North Star somewhere. Watch it. Come back. Unpause, and then you're like, oh, this episode. I think. So much more I think sense. you could be okay just pausing this, going to YouTube, putting in Fist of the North Star, watching like a three minute clip. And yeah, then, and then come back. You'll, yeah. you'll get, tech, yeah, yeah, you'll get the flavor. Get I mean, the he goes, yeah, 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 and then somebody's <laughs> head grotesquely explodes. Yeah, basically. And, and, and don't forget, he walks away saying, "You're already dead." That's, that's true. A, that's his line. That's true. Which they don't say in this because I think they're worried to go quite Shh. that. Ex- sorry. Do you want to get sued? Yeah, no. Uh, Excel. Uh, I'm telling sorry. you, Simpsons will sue us for that shit. <laughs> Uh, Koshi Rikto gives permission to turn Excel Saga into a post-apocalyptic violent show. Rikto is crushed Achoo! by... Achoo! <laughs> well, no, I love, I love he stamps it by by, by, punching. It, by punching it. And instead of saying, um, hi-ya, he goes, Achoo! Which is pretty great. Pretty great. Koshi Rikto is then uh, crushed by the stampede, and we oh, get... Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> And then gets, uh, we get a, uh, theme song! Whoa! Uh, then we get a little bit of a recap, uh, except this time not by Excel. Nope. Uh, we get a recap. There's a big explosion from episode 22, right. and a voiceover dramatically talking about the year tw- uh, 2000 and the city being... 2000X. ...being, quote, enveloped in the flames of destruction. And that narrator is, uh, once again, John Gramillion. He has shown up all over this show on, yeah, he needs, on some one-shot uh, episode parts. He needs He needs a paycheck. I, 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 <laughs> Who does One would hope. Uh, so, uh, apparently everyone died... But no, they didn't, because the people of S City are still alive, and now they have sweet haircuts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they all have like crazy mohawks and shit. They they they, they went back to the uh, the eighties punk era and said, yes. you know what, that was a badass look. Now that we're in a wasteland, we are so doing it. Yeah, you know, I like the like the nineteen fifties like wasteland, you know, from like Fallout. Ah, Fallout. It should be a Fallout episode. <gasps> oh my god. Can we, we should... Rad Dudes episode. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, we talk about Nuka-Cola if any of us had got around to playing it yet. I know, right? Uh, dude, yeah, Nuka World would be so much fun if I, I got a chance to play it. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe on my stream, at Lemon Nerd Boy. Uh, so... <laughs> Oh, uh, so we got what? a group of motorcycles. I'm not going to stream it because I don't give a shit what you think. Fair enough. We got <laughs> Plus, he probably would want to not wear pants. Uh, a group of motorcyclists drive up. These motorcycles are being driven by these complete wackos. And they, they attack a jeep that's full of boxes. Apparently boxes full of food that we find out. Right. Uh, the jeep is driven by an I old man. I think the man. quote was, give us the cheese. I think. Yes. <laughs> which, which I think, honestly. Which is a great line. Honestly, if it was a post-apocalyptic situation and Bill and I were raiders, that would exactly be what we would be going after. We would be taking people out for their cheese. Post-apocalyptic. I... Yeah. I punched a granny for cheese. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. The Jeep man. is... Yeah, that happened. We were trying to block that out. The Jeep <laughs> is being driven by an old man, and he's accompanied by a somewhat androgynous girl with a vacuum cleaner strapped to her back? Yeah, yeah. I have to say, I mean, I get the whole... It's the whole motif of anything found can be a weapon and compared yeah. to... Um, to Zeta's gang, as they are referred to, mm-hmm. having pretty much big old clubs and, and baseball bats with nails in them. Uh, this little girl using a... Tetsubo. A Tetsubo. Thank you. Thank you. This little girl using a stair cleaning attachment to a vacuum cleaner was... Pretty well, fucking awesome is what it was. No, I bet it's that actually th- I bet lame. that thing it was like a starred item, and it does like bleed damage. It's got to be better than a pool cue. <laughs> it has to be. Well, if it's wrapped in barbed wire, that pool cue would be awesome. No, it still sucks. It would, it'd be a bleeding weapon. It still sucks. Uh, Radcast. All right, so uh, <laughs> ready. I'm playing a melee character right now. It still sucks. So okay. the the tires of the of the jeep get shot out, and the jeep goes tumbling. And our villain Zeta, who uh, has a red Z on his forehead, <laughs> if you weren't sure that his name was Zeta, wants the food. 
and he'll let them live if they're lucky. Right. Note, uh, this is obviously a parody. Again, this entire thing has a lot of parodies to Fist of the North Star. This is a parody of the character Zed, who is one of the villains from right. uh, Fist of the North Star. And Zeta is actually voiced by John Swayze, yet another recurring voice actor for the series. Did we make a joke once about him being related to Patrick Swayze? I, I feel like that. I, feel yeah, like, I, I know. Did we go did. into yeah. a, a ghost joke? Yeah. I, I, I feel like it did. Oh my god. No one puts baby in a corner. That's <laughs> oh, true. Uh, the girl is defiant. She tells Zeta to go to hell. And keep in mind that Pad is also a parody of the character Bat from Fist of the North Star. Fist of the North Star, yes. Absolutely. And Pad is voiced by Cynthia Martinez. Who we find out she's called Pad because she wears a pet and a bra. bra. Which On, is visible. Ab- externally. Externally. Yeah. yeah. She's kind of like the counterpart to Quail Man. Honestly, is what she is. She wears her. Wow. She wears her undergarments outside of her. Wow, body. the a Doug reference. Yeah, deep cut right there. Oh. Okay, yeah, I know. <laughs> All out. <laughs> Thank you. Bill. We'll get sued. Uh, she tries to assault Zeta with the vacuum, but she gets bo- literally booted for her trouble. She yep. flies in the air yep. and hits the ground. Yep. Uh, at this point, the vacuum hose is caught by Excel when he goes to try to finish the job. Mm-hmm. Who's wearing some sort of like I don't know, like Arabian sort of wrap around her face, right? Perhaps? Right. It's kind of kind of a you know, it's it's a reference to a lot of that lone wandering character type when when you see in in an anime like this or in a show like this. Yeah. They don't want to reveal the face immediately, so they have something that's usually obscuring them. Yeah. Like in you remember how well, was, that you want to keep shit out of your nose and mouth. Right, that's that too. That's well, you him. remember how ultimately how, <laughs> yes how in Fist of the North Star when you first see Kenshiro. Yes. At, that's at, yes. Well, one, he was covered in dirt, but the other thing was he had a huge beard. Yep. That yep. by today's standards, that's pretty trendy, but back then, I think know, they should have. I think they should have put a giant beard on Excel. That would have been great. That would have <laughs> been funny. That would have been a funny then we fucking went, joke. wasted three minutes. Of, oh, wait, would have had an amazing shaving joke montage. Yes. Or, or her just taking off, uh, you know, a, a beard, <gasps> a, a beard uh, prop. You know what's sad? There's no he had a beard before it was cool. No, there's... <laughs> well, Kenshiro did, yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's there's no Menchi in this episode. Because Menchi died last oh, episode. Oh, no! <laughs> From a bomb. <laughs> I feel like I'm better. Uh, Excel lectures... Locked up alone in the house. Excel... By herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you made it sad again. Excel lectures Zeta, misses hitting him with that uh, the hose, uh, the attachment, and then spazzes out about a cross with uh, people being tortured in the background. And I swear to God, Nabashin is on some weird like triangle thing. I'm not sure it's Nabashin. It's a uh, that's called a Spanish donkey. <laughs> yeah, of course you know what that's called. You know, I've got a book of torture implements in the other room. <laughs> I have. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, I think you still have that kinda... nutcage hanging oh, in the corner there. Bill, Bill, I don't like the look you're giving us when you when you talk about those implements. Hey, can not a joke. I actually bought one. It... A nutcage? No, oh. a book of torture. Oh implements. no! I was like, oh god! I want. I still want my gimp suit. Me and me. No. And my... <laughs> one of the things that Excel talks about is having a a great government and uh, regular purges. <laughs> yes. So it's like, wow, Excel supports the purge before it became a thing. <laughs> it's so true. That or she should start writing campaign slogans for Donald Trump. <laughs> Zing! Powerful uh, governments uh, and purges. Uh, I would apologize Same to our thing. Republican listeners, but I'm pretty sure our Republican listeners probably thought that funny. Yeah. Uh, so Zeta apparently knows Excel, and she's just as shocked as I was by that. How does anyone know who the fuck Excel is? I don't know, maybe because she runs around screaming her name and that she's a member of the super super circuit super secret ideological organization across like every day. She's a member of Circuit City. <laughs> <laughs> they went out of business, man. I miss them. I mean, this is old. It's still you, real to me. Um, you never so, went to Circuit City. I never did. Do we even have one in the Quad No, we oh. didn't. That's why I said I've been to one once. That's because I was out of town and needed something. Nice. Uh, so Excel then blabbers about stuff, I don't know, uh, including a reference to another anime called uh, His and Her Circumstances. Oh, so it wasn't Martian Success in Nadesco? Not this time. Thank God! <laughs> uh, did and I ever really tell you t- how much I love Rory and Martian Success in Nadesco? She's such a cute character. So Nabisco. anyway... What? Nabisco, N- yes! No. High five, I like that. No, yes. cra- no crackers here. Uh, well, actually, there are three crackers here, honestly, but... Uh, <laughs> what, what, what about Martian successor Zabisco? <laughs> where's, <laughs> where, where, where's just Larry Zabisco, Larry Zabisco going on for two hours for his acceptance speech talking about the same story? Yep, yep. Uh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> uh, so, 
<laughs> so Zeta attacks with a big fucking mace. Uh, it turns into a really bad fighting scene from a video game. <laughs> well, you gotta save on that animation somehow. I mean, they blew their, their flashback budget. You know, it's great. They actually had to do a real episode this time. It was actually a full-length episode. Right, it was great. Right. The only flashback that we had was the... City being blown up, so the rest and of that the time. was really like a half of like like really like three or four seconds of like actual footage. I would say that was more like forty se- thirty to forty seconds. But uh, yeah, okay, fine. You they they blew the budget. He always has to argue everything you say, doesn't he? <laughs> no, no, that's thirty to forty seconds actually. <laughs> oh, excuse me, here, William. Um, I I measured the time stamps myself, and uh, so I gotta argue everything. Whatever. Excel dodges each strike, loses her mask, and then proceeds to punch the ever-living fuck out of Zeta. <laughs> which is, again, a very Fist of the North Star thing. So we then get a reference of Excel's attack taking a few seconds to take effect. Much like Kenshiro's attacks in Fist of the North Star, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, she, she says you only have three seconds as opposed to Kenshiro saying, no, you're already dead. Yeah. And she, she even goes, one, two, three. It's like one of the fastest three counts ever. Yeah, it's like a corrupt referee in a WWE exactly. match. Exactly. <laughs> Nick Patrick. Nick, yes, Nick, Nick Patrick, there we go. There's a great, deep cut. Great uh, if you want to know more about Nick Patrick, check out the you Raw don't. Attitude podcast, where I'm sure at some point he'll bring it up when he does his recap of Nitro. Uh, so Zeta explodes... <laughs> Uh, actually, in a really cool animation scene, right? That is straight out of something like you'd see in Fist. Fist of the um, except the difference is we get a parody where instead of exploding into goo, transforms into a cutesy little yeah. cat princess. I-, I like the name of the attack. Uh, it was in the. I'm glad uh, you wrote that down because I didn't write it. It was down. Uh, written as the across Bew fist, but uh, she spoke it in the dub as the. Pretty fist. Yes, because we don't want to say it's a weird name. I don't know if it was Bew fist or Bi fist. It was B I B I U O. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, uh, I was thinking like Bayou. Across I mean, I know that's usually. I don't technically that's a J, but the the interesting thing to keep in mind is that the character they turn into is actually a parody from uh, Dai G Charat, which was a, actually an anime that was going on. And it's being time? produced at that same time. Oh, uh, really? Which is something they like to do. They like to, like, not... Reference their, yeah. their other works. Like when Nadesco. Nadesco was going on around that time. Okay. Uh, it was being produced right. around that time. So they had all those Wait, random... J.C. Staff did uh, Nadesco as well? Uh, J.C. Staff did not. And not, okay. J.C. Staff did not do this one either. But okay. I think that um, they were picked up by the same and uh, actual, like, production company. So, okay. like, J.C. Staff did, like, a lot of the work. But then, like, for, like, actually... Promoting or, or distribution, distribu- distribution. Okay, um, so they were picked right. up by the same distributor. Fair enough. Fair enough. He turns into that cutie little character. Yeah. Also, apparently, there's some sort of pretty grotesque. Actually, she even says it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. pretty grotesque. And uh, <laughs> and uh, did you guys notice that broccoli like reference? Yeah, yeah I saw yeah, that. It was yeah. like it said something and then said broccoli. Right the Japanese it. love broccoli. It's it's a it's a strong source of nutrition. Ah! <laughs> the Chinese actually. And this is true because I'm not Josh. Uh, oh. the, the Chinese actually do regard broccoli as like a really fancy Western thing. Like, yeah. So no, no. Um, it has what? nothing to do with nutrition. Well, and that I like is broccoli. An, I like broccoli and Chinese food. What? And that is a very interesting <laughs> fact, by the way. But no, the actual the company that owned that anime, uh, Daiji Chirad, actually was named Broccoli. <laughs> that was the name of the company that owned it. Huh. Japan is weird. Um, so yeah, okay, okay, we'll go. okay. Yeah, I'm not, maybe I'm not they argue. thought that was a fancy Western thing they called themselves. Yeah, I think so. I think that could be. So the dudes take off. Uh, afterwards, <laughs> Pad apparently is. We find out, like I mentioned, is named after a padded for a padded bra. Uh, she also calls Excel Big Sister, which yeah. I think is interesting because that's a call back to Robinmatsu too. Right. Well, that's just a a that's a motif you see in anime all the time. True. You know, sibling, actual blood sibling or they, something. They, you know, the term uh, on, onich, uh, Onichan or, or Onechan, which is big brother, big sister. Mm-hmm. That's a common uh, Japanese word dialogue there to refer to someone that they look up to as a big brother or big sister. That's interesting. And so, yeah. But I do like, though, before uh, before Pat starts with the uh, Onesan stuff, uh, the uh, Excel's line of pillaging is the prerogative of those in power. Which was funny because at first she was admonishing Zeta for being, uh, abusing their power and pillaging people and all that. So the fact that she pretty much she hypocritically, yeah, she waffled bad. She that does that a couple different times in this episode. I don't know if she waffles so much as she's a hypocrite because Across obviously deserves this. Right. right. I don't I think she's mad they're doing it. She's mad they're doing it. And taking it from from across. And the ultimate irony, as we'll find out a little bit later in the episode, not to skip too far ahead, because we'll find this out pretty quickly, is that 
she wants it for a cross, but it's actually a cross doing it. Right. Right. Which is the ultimate irony, which I think is, this episode is great. If only because it's, it's structured in a very interesting way. I think that they thought the writing through a lot more in this episode than they have in some past episodes. Right. Either that or a hundred monkeys. I mean, maybe, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I really do think that there's a lot of irony. Like, Literarily, and this is, you can chuckle at this, I think this is a, a fairly literary episode in some ways. Alright, moving yeah. on. So, uh, Excel does because her normal- Because of all the subtitles. <sighs> Excel does her normal fainting thing that she normally does, uh, so we go back to that bit, because she hasn't eaten apparently or drunk anything for four days. So Damn. That's, that's not good when you're in a desert, right? No. She'd probably no. be dead, but it's Excel. Well, well, apparently she has the sur- for her survival mode off. That's true. And no Menchie though! If Menchie was there, you know Menchie would be eaten. Right, and that's yeah. sad. So I'm glad Menchie's dead. Maybe that's why he's not, maybe that's why he's not here. He's already been eaten. So Pat invites Excel yeah. back to their colony. We now go to a cross of all things. Yes, here. Uh, Zeta is apparently working for Il Palazzo. We find yes. out, and uh, he's groveling. He's begging uh, Il Palazzo to to show mercy. I love I love how how uh, Zeta begins and ends every sentence with puny. Yeah. Because he's so cute. And he's tiny. And maybe a subliminal message for love, puny? I was thinking more puny, puny, puny. You know, they were in the oh, process yeah. of, of that's really that's, that's what I meant. Uh, but you I, need to stop. you got to get off of love, puny. I love love, puny. I love it. it. There's so get much off. love for love, puny. Get My off. love Put it of in loving love, puny off. is amazing. Oh, stop man. it, you dirty old man. <laughs> uh, I love that El Palazzo says that Excel is tenacious and has no other merits. <laughs> yeah. It's such a it's such a dig. Like he, oh, he still just just doesn't seem to care. However, it's like whenever I play Reinhardt in Overwatch. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that's a thing. Tenacious with no other merits. So, wait, guys. Yeah. Bill Palazzo says a cross doesn't give third chances. How the hell did Excel get through all that? I think Il Palazzo really does care about Excel or just really enjoys torturing her. Oh, I, her I think maybe the third chance that rule is new. El Palazzo is definitely showing a um, more cold-hearted approach than normal. He's always had a bit of a cold-hearted, but there was always a little bit of a playful side to him. That mm. playfulness is, even that understated playfulness is gone. It is. And I don't like it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so we cut back to the colony, and Excel is eating a ton of food <laughs> that Pat has offered him. <laughs> Wait, before, before we move on, I yes. love the fact that the colony has its own Thunderdome. That is pretty awesome, actually. Which is just a bouncy house. It is. <laughs> you know, well, that it, is great. I don't know if you guys remember or how long it's you guys seen Beyond Thunderdome, but that was how they started the fight. Was that Mad Max? That was Max strapped. was strapped to uh, to like bungees, and same with the guy that he was fighting, and they were bouncing around, getting weapons and all that. So it, why it, hasn't WWE done that? Oh wait, Owen Hart. <laughs> I was trying not to say the words. Yeah, yeah. I just realized. Anyway, continue. Well, I'm just wondering. Now, is it like, yeah. is it just for this one settlement that they have a Thunderdome? Or would you see a Thunderdome in every settlement? Because, would, you know, they all saw Beyond Thunderdome, so they all had to build their own Thunderdome to survive. Would you say that there are other Thunderdomes beyond this one? I, you know what? Uh, I don't even want to slap you for that one. <laughs> you know what? That, that, no. No, that's just a waste of energy. Ah, right so there. she's eating a ton of food and yes. offers Pad the job of toilet cleaning captain, which I love. When Excel mm. mentions Il Palazzo, the old man Dominic, or I think it's, I can't remember if it's Dominic or Dominique. Dominic. Is it Dominic? Dominic. Okay. Voice... Freaks out. Yes. Voiced oh, yeah. by? Voiced by Rick Peoples. Who's, uh, who's Pad voiced by? I don't know if we said that. I, I said Cynthia Martinez, okay, I but I will sure. reiterate. Okay, I, I couldn't remember if you said it or not. No, that was fine. We find out when Dominic talks to Excel that Upcross has a mobile fortress. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, and apparently they're enslaving the world, or at least F-City. Well, you know. Don't like that. Not so good. Well, so you know good. what? You know what? He's at least gathering up the homeless, ignorant masses and giving them a place to live and things to do. God damn, Donald Trump. What? <laughs> we'll build a wall. Um, so and Mexico has to pay. Yeah. So do you notice that like all these things happened and all it took was getting Excel out of the picture? Yeah. Like, literally, all they had to I, do was, like... I mean, Apocalypse, too. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It took, it took... Well, it took Excel dropping an entire space fortress onto the city in order for Across... So Excel was still the linchpin to Across's conquest of the city. Did did Harlock Pucha die? Yes. Rest. Sacrifice. Can, can, we, can we have a moment of silence for Harlock Pucha? 
was the best lover I ever had. Okay, moving on. Forget, forget the silence. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fill this awkwardness with words. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> word filling. So we get a weird, awkward pun. We get. I'm sure you guys were probably okay. I don't know for sure if you're confused. I'm just gonna guess that you were confused uh, when Excel holds out a weird looking thing and calls it a Tawashi. I, I thought it was like maybe a small dead animal or maybe <laughs> a, a, like a Japanese equivalent to a you know, a monkey's or not monkey's paw. a monkey's paw <laughs> to a, a, a rabbit's foot. You know, it's a it's a it's a. It's uh... not a bad guess. I thought it was a bezoar. <laughs> what type yeah, of bezoar though? One made of hair out of her stomach. Uh, you're close. Oh. You're close. That's it's the uh, only kind of bezoar there exactly. is. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you're close. It's a uh, it's a uh, actually a type of scrubbing brush. Used for cleaning, uh, and the joke is That's that <laughs> kind of. I'm sure in the in the old ages they use shit like that to clean. Um, so uh, this scrub scrub- through the bathroom. <laughs> 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 a towashi is a scrub brush, and she's introducing herself and ca- talking about herself. It's me, Excel, and me in Japanese is watashi. So there's like this kind of rhyming, close sounding. So pun. it's another Japanese wordplay joke that we couldn't translate correctly. Yeah, literally they couldn't translate it, so they actually had the American voice actress say Tawashi, which they could have done better than that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so Dominic uh, mentions that apparently the top officer, when Excel says, I'm the top officer, uh, he says, <laughs> I I thought the top officer had dark hair. <laughs> A.K.A. Hachan! Hachan Hyatt, which pisses Excel off. She melts <laughs> fucking down. She says something along the lines of like, Oh no, hi, it's the bottom bitch. <laughs> that is not what Excel says. <laughs> I might have been watching Black Dynamite. We need to do that as a movie review. Oh, fuck, oh be my god, that would be fun. Anyway. Um, so he uses nunchucks and there's an Asian in it. It's close enough. Oh, good lord. So uh, Dominic then gets kind of pissed off and kicks Excel out saying, you know, hey, you're going to bring more of these raiders here. And they don't have Preston Garvey there to uh, send reinforcements to kind of help their settlements. So, oh. uh, so they want to sell out so that way they can keep the raiders out. Get it? Get it? Red, red dudes, red dudes, <clears throat> red dudes. Thank you. Uh, so, <laughs> so once Excel, that was a pity, the... red dudes. <laughs> Thanks. I, so once Excel going to join that. the uh, Brotherhood of Steel and nuke everything uh, soon. again. Soon. Here's my favorite quote for the entire episode. What's that? Because uh, I haven't said a lot of my favorite quotes, but here's my favorite quote uh, when she is like saying, "Oh, I guess I'll leave," and she says. Tell that funky pad kid that the pretty lady became a star or some crap like that, okay? <laughs> and runs off in the opposite direction. Yeah, he's like, you're going the wrong... Oh, whatever. That was uh, that was a fun exchange. Yeah. And, yeah, once again, Excel freaking out over someone knowing what a crap... Oh, we've already touched that. Yeah, so we go back to across. Uh, and yes. Hyatt, apparently Hyatt's there. She's reporting that uh, the northern region is under across's control. Yay. And the, the people and resources are increasing rapidly. Yay. Resources! Can we take a minute to let that statement sink in? The people and the resources? The people are rapidly, are increasing rapidly? Does that mean more being enslaved? Does that mean they're like, they're forcing them to have sex so they can procreate? I thought they were just setting up like a cellar beacon. (sighs) Ring that bell, make them all come running in. Right. Uh, (laughs) And they used to crash around the bell. (laughs) Ah, I watch a streamer. At once a stream, she has like death traps set up in in uh, her main town, so she can when she just get, needs a like a, to blow off steam, she can kill Marcy. <laughs> nice, and I love Who's that. Marcy? She's the bitch who's always like, I don't have time to talk to you right now. <laughs> and, and it's like, and it's just like, I want to murder her. So like, she saves her game and then tries to set up this elaborate death trap and to then kill, try, just to, to try to find uh, try to find a, a, a really amusing way to kill Marcy, and then she'll wow. reload her game. It's great. Wow, they'll get pissed when they kill her. But anyway, <laughs> I sent her to the the vault place and force her to do work nice uh, <laughs> Hyatt misses Excel and asks so wh- wh- are we gonna find Excel and he's, he basically asks what do you know about her and she's like nothing he says excellent ignore her uh, and he yeah. just blows her off and then yeah. Hyatt looks so sad I know she goes to do her Halo plot so she just kind of like tilts her head to the side it's like <laughs> like, like, like it wasn't. It's not even enough for her to die properly. She just kind of no. She was so she sad she couldn't off. die. She, she couldn't mopes, die. Yeah, she mo- and she just kind of mopely walks away. But as soon, do you notice as soon as Hyatt leaves, she pulls the cord. Hmm. Il Palazzo loves Excel. It's got to be right. It's, it's come on. It's 
Is it just my heart going pitter-patter here I'm or telling what? You, I'm telling you. Yes, he definitely loves her. Nothing bad will happen. This will be a love story. For the ages. Better than Romeo and Juliet. Still a better romance story than Twilight. Uh, so, yes. <laughs> apparently El Palazzo gets a phone call. Yep. And it is... That man. <gasps> dun, dun, dun! It has been revealed that the leader of a cross is indeed that man. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. my question is, does this make sense? No. <laughs> Josh, does this make sense? That that man's in charge of... Yeah. Does this make sense? Do the narrative threads lead to this? Um, <laughs> you can't get, see him, but Bill is like feverishly rubbing his eyes. I'm he gonna has say the um, it does in the holy shit. We need to actually get a plot going. Um, um, that man is in charge, and uh, also I'm just I'm just assuming that way. So Nabashin could actually be the true hero of the story. I like it. I think it does make a little sense. He was dating the wheel, the will of the macrocosm. The will of the macrocosm was like, it seemed like her only duty is to make sure that Excel stayed alive. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a fan theory in there somewhere, and Bill is flipping me off mightily and staring me down. I hope actually... you can hear this. <laughs> I'm he doing it as hard as I can. <laughs> oh, there's uh... a podcast we could do. Uh, so... <laughs> I just flip Aquacast? off? No, no, an Aquacast. <laughs> Aquacast! Uh, just half an hour of audio of me flipping off the microphone. Yes. A little talking like me, Oh my god. So we get a, a weird... We get a really, really weird camera shot of that man where it looks like his legs are like 20 feet long. Did you guys notice that? Force <laughs> perspective. Yeah, force yeah. perspective. It's, it's, what they, it's, it's what an artistic they did, term. And it's what they did a lot in uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, so the great wife of the macrocosm... Uh, has become a sort of mounted head on the wall, which is really sad and morbid. Uh, well, she's a sign of his conquest. It's true, and uh, he plans to use the power of the Great Will to rule over everything, which, again, is a very Across-like thing. I thought she was a nightlight. Oh. So she cries out for Pedro, and we fade to the break card. We come back from the break card Whee! for uh, Nabe times three, standing outside of that man's lair. They are determined. But for some reason, that dude that I can't remember his name from episode three shows up, and apparently he's a chopper. It's the demon sergeant, but maybe should be the demon chopper now, or like, like I, I don't know, Bill. What do you think? Uh, baseball face again? Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, baseball so, face so again. So we we've talked about how things don't make sense on this show, right? Yo, this, yeah, <laughs> this one in particular, I have no fucking clue what's going on. When they blew up the helicopter, did he, like, was they, they tried to build the helicopter back and they just put, like, human parts in it? Is that what happened? I think it might be something like that. I mean, that there are... And how does head get so big? The helicopter is the closest thing he was to before he landed in the ooze. <gasps> is he possessed? No, he's the mutagen ooze. <laughs> that that actually is kind of yes. what, I'm, what, I'm look, what I was about to say. is You know, a lot of these animes usually have, like, some sort of mutated characters or some amalgam characters, someone... So let's make it fun of that. Yeah, I think so. I was doing Ninja Turtle jokes. I know you were. Yeah, but, uh, but you were hitting hitting, hitting on what I was trying to get at and illustrated it. Quit hitting on Josh. Don't hit me. No, Bill. Nab- Scratch an itch. Nabashin wants to fight alone, and Pedro doesn't seem to care. He's like, sure, go ahead. He takes. He literally grabs Sandora by the afro and well, pulls away. Sandora wants to stand by Nabashin, and, and Pedro's like, fuck, fuck this, this guy. He gave me an afro. And of course, you know, they split, they get foe, and Nabashin, of course, is like, well, you could have argued it a little. I love that part. So then the helicopter man barfs explosives, Nabashin dodges, produces a bazooka from his afro, and then is blown backwards into that man's lair where he is waiting He for said him. what I think is, is probably my favorite line, especially of Nabashin's, is, I get the best lines as he shoots them. Not that kind of line. <laughs> wow. Back to Excel. She spies Zeta's gang in the distance, and uh, they're heading toward the settlement, so she has a crisis. Should she find Lord El Palazzo, or should she go and save the ignorant masses that she will eventually rule over? Moral conundrum. Yeah. Moral conundrum. Which again is ironic because Il Palazzo sent these people to that town to begin with. Right, right. Uh we get a we get a weird constellation joke. Um, uh, yeah, well it's the Fist of the North Star, so it's it's the big dipper, so Do you know Star. that Fist of the North Star actually isn't a reference to the North Star? The the title in Japan actually is more of a reference to the Big Dipper itself. Okay. Um and there's actually a a a, a joke hidden in here, a little bit of a reference, um where do you know how like when Excel freaked the fuck out? 
Right, because I think she realized that she was going the wrong way the whole time, and now the village is on her way. Part of it. I think okay. that's, that's definitely part of it. Okay. So I think it plays into this. All right. Um, there is a legend, a Japanese legend, that there is a star that literally exists in the shadow of another star in the Big Dipper. Uh, and if you were to ever see this star that is normally hidden in the shadow of it, which I don't know how there's shadows and stars, but anyway... Um, I don't understand science. Uh, Ancient legends? Fair enough. They didn't know what stars were? Fair enough. Um, But if you ever saw it, there would be an omen uh, that death was imminent. I'm sure she'll be fine. Which is, again, amazing storytelling, because when we get to the end of the episode, you'll see exactly why. I'm sure she'll be fine. Yay for smog. Uh, Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Schmaug? Schmaug. Schmaug. Smog. You can't see the stars because of light pollution and smog, so nobody can have the omen of death. Everybody lives forever now because of smog. You're welcome. Wow, that's thank you, pollution. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah, motherfucking Captain Planet. <laughs> you can't stop City did you Hall. Ever see, did you ever see the Don Cheadle uh, Captain Planet uh, bits where he was turning everyone into yes, into yes, yes, yes? And it's hilarious. So it's like, good. It, it's a funnier die. But it's a funnier die series. Uh, the Don Cheadle plays Captain Planet, and he's just like. Tree, 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 tree. <laughs> and he just starts turning everyone into I trees. I fucking love that. And it's eventually great. he turns the the planeteers into trees and he steals all their rings and he just turns into this this asshole. I love it. That's you can see that video, it's pretty good. They are hilarious. I've seen the Ted Turner ones. He's like, Captain Blood <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Save the earth or I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> uh, so while the town is being sacked, Pad challenges Zeta. Ooh, good word. Tea bagged? Yes, sacked. Yeah, sacked. Tea bagged. Not Tea, not, not no. that kind of sack. Uh, so you know, I got teabagged a couple weeks ago while playing Overwatch. Did I tell you I love Overwatch? Did, did that have any effect on your video game playing? A little bit. <laughs> so Pat challenges Zeta, who instead of using the mace, decides to use a cutie wand, like cutie something wand. like right out of Sailor Moon, basically. Yep. Yeah, well, uh, a, you know, Zeta's now a cutesy girl. It's true. Pat makes Excel look heroic by talking her up, and I love that. <laughs> I love that Zeta's like. No! You're making her look good! No, Shut up! she's not! And I love that the Excel in the background, who at one moment is, is like, proud exalted and proud. Like, is like, oh, and sad, and like, and, like yeah, dejected. Yeah, anime falls. It's her yes. anima banner. Yes! It is! My next exalted character, I swear to God, like, her anima is going to be based on Excel. And she's going to be super hyperactive when she, he or she exalts. It's going to be great. Um, <laughs> My next superhero character is going to be one of two things. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Can you explain this a little bit for our fans? Okay. Either I'm going to have a magic neckerchief that draws in all the skills, strength, and... Intelligence. Intelligence of the Boy Scouts of America, and I'm going to play Man Scout. Oh, my God. Or my character is going to have a punch that generates a time-space portal an inch away from the target's skin that takes the fist back to when the target was an infant and opens a portal one inch in front of their face and you can just baby punch people. <laughs> I'll punch so, like, you when you were a baby. So murder them as a baby and then they don't they just cease to exist in the real world and you'll change or the Or just whole... make them all derpy. <laughs> if you're going to go like full on straight like supersonic punch through time I feel like that would gather a little bit of momentum. You, you don't know, have to. I mean, you could pull the punch and just make them all derpy. You just know, give you them know, a little I, derpy. I just put a dent in their skull or something. That... Cell arrives just in time to say pad. And I love this line, too, when Zeta is belittling Excel and says, You bitch! Puny! <laughs> it's just, it's just Puny, com- you bitch! Puny! It's, it's, it's just the combination of it that's funny as shit. Uh, here's another good line. Puny, bitch, puny? Yes. Here's another good line. Uh, I shall call on divine retribution. With a chance of spanking, Excel says. <laughs> I love that. And she's poking the, uh, she's doing the, the, the butt poke. The butt gesture. poke. Yes. Uh, I think that's a movie Josh owns. <laughs> the, the, butt poke? The butt poke? Or? A chance of spanking? Chance of spanking? I can see that. No, it's an instructional video, actually. Oh my. Uh, <laughs> Excel, uh, Excel gets surrounded, uh, and, uh, she handles them with, uh, that crazy punch thing again, and including a finger up one of their asses? Yep. Okay, honestly, even I'm stumped by that. Does what anyone, anyone I know? Oh, I know this one. Well, what? I know you do? this one. Okay. I know. Are you going to make a fisting joke? I was. Fisting, of the nor- <laughs> <laughs> fisting the North Star. I think it's just a counting coup thing. Like, it's a joke to try to stick your fingers in your friend's butts in Japan. Dude, he used to try to do that to me all the time in high school. What the fuck, man? No, I didn't. <laughs> Are you sure that wasn't me? 
Yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> Butts. No, no, we'd walk by and nut tap each other. If you were guys were really talented, you wouldn't go for the nuts, you'd go for the taint. It'd be a taint tab. Like, that would be a real challenge. That'd be more like a taint flick. I could, but I gotta use my whole foot to do that. Oh! That's, that's not... I think you have kicked me in the taint before, <laughs> by accident. So they all turn into more cutesy things from her three-second delay. Yay! Uh, Zeta turns his rod into a nunchuck. <laughs> <laughs> puny, 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 puny. And Excel catches it and kicks the fuck out of him again. Uh-huh. Uh, she attacks his pressure points, which is again another thing from like Fissa North Star. Form, but she said form changing. Well, that's the whole point of Fissa North Star, where Kenshiro hits your specific pressure points that cause yeah. your body to uh, pretty much turn you up. into a pink fucking bear. Ah, it's a furry! Oh my god. Kill that, it with fire! My god, Everything that piece. Jesus. Anything slightly animal shaped is not a furry. <laughs> that's, that's a furry, dude! It's a furry. No, it's not it's a furry. Like a fucking Care Bear. Chill out. It does look like a Care Bear. Are Care Bears furries? Yes. No. It kind of it kind of looks like Mr. Celsia. Is Teddy Ruxpin a furry? Yes. Uh, Excel finds out from Zeta that Lord Il Palazzo wanted her dead, and this breaks her. It literally breaks her. She's sad. And I, guys, I, did we just lose the comedy? Did I, the comedy die? I feel so bad for her. Was she affected by the death of Gene Wilder? I. Oh, it's too soon. Rest in peace, Gene Wilder. Dude, Bill's I am you saddened up. by that, okay? I love Gene Wilder. Speaking of the... the we take the, all the air out of this podcast. Uh, so, so yeah, you're right. Well, that that's it's fitting, because it, it does get serious. Uh, yeah. Excel cuts away outside of Il Palazzo's base of operation. She's begging outside the door, bashing it, hitting it, screaming for him. Her fists are bloodied from this. And I feel awful for her yeah. here. I mean, she's, um, she's going on about, you know, she's ready to go down the hole as many times as needed. She's, which is like... She's going to give Lord Il Palazzo a full report. It's sad, but it's also... This is, like, the most the unhealthy... Of, the other way of sad? Like, it's... it's, it's like, it's, it's sad, but yeah. it's also, like, sad. Yes, yeah, both. Dude it's, dude, it's Munchausen Syndrome, I'm telling you. That's not what Munchausen Syndrome is. <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> Damn it, I really gotta get this written down. Write that, right write my... that down properly. Right. It's London syndrome. It's okay, Bill. Yeah, I feel bad for her, but it don't worry. Read a book. <laughs> Il Palazzo shows up on the top of the building. And Excel is heartened. She's light uh she's happy. She's yeah. she's lighthearted. Uh until, she's elated. Until he draws a gun. Uh oh. I'm and, sure she'll be fine. No, I'd like to note that the will of the macrocosm is now uh. Hanging out all over the broad stream, dream dinner. Was the most dangerous game, and is and has now been taken care of. Uh, There's dick a literary in a reference. Box. Uh, Il Palazzo aims. No, brought in a hole. What? What was that? That, that was his vats coming up. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <God>. rad dudes. <laughs> rad dudes. Aims right to the end. And fires, and we get a we get a shot. We see the shot go through her heart. We get a dramatic pan back of black and white. Are you uh, with the What? What? of <laughs> the blood spray and she falls uh, she, she falls and she stares at her bloody hand whispering his name as he turns away dramatically the base then lifts up and becomes some sort of UFO spaceship ancient society I guess and uh, we get a really dramatic scene where as it's going by it blows the sand over Excel who is yeah, in, the, in the midst music. of dying or was, was there music no was there was sad music playing or was it, or was it sad because I don't no there I, was music there was really depressing music and right. uh, she cries a single tear that falls and then drops like uh, that, that you know yeah, kind of yeah, effect yeah, yeah. and we go to the end credits we don't end with humor no um, and we get a card that says today's experiment failed because apparently they're just as confused as I think we are right now. Yeah. Um, and that was episode 23 of Excel Saga. That was, uh, of the, uh, of this end of century conqueror. Yeah. Um, so now that we brought it down a few, let's, let's talk about what we thought. Bill, I'm going to start with you. What did you think about, uh, this episode? I actually felt bad for Excel at the end. Did you really? Yeah. I'm telling you, this episode has good writing. Fuck this episode. <laughs> oh, uh, aside from that, what did you think about the episode as a whole? Yeah, yeah. I, I think the I think the show's running out of steam. Okay. I think any frantic pace, jokes, vulgarity, I think it's starting to run out of steam. Mm-hmm. Which I guess makes sense because we know how close we are to the end. Right. But yeah, I don't. It wasn't one of the better episodes. Okay. Okay. Uh, it was not terrible, but it was it was slow. I I can understand that. I could I could almost see that. It a felt bit. longer than it was. Okay, Josh, what do you think? 
it's okay. I still like the previous episode, and we're not going to get into the, into an that's argument not, about that. That's not. But for a parody of Fist of the North Star, or even uh, the Mad Max series, you know, post-apocalyptic, it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, I love the motifs. You know, the huge shoulder pads. Uh, you know, the look was great. The high-paced comedy was was good, and and I think it all served to build up to that all of a sudden to that drop mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at the end where we just go from from fun, lighthearted silliness to. Oh, this shit just got real. Yeah. And I think that helped to create that sense that, that helped us get into this next episode, which is completely serious. Yeah, absolutely. There, there's only, like, what, one joke? Yeah, I think it's at the beginning of the episode. Right. Yep. And other than that, I mean, I'm, I'm with Bill. I think they're, they're running out of steam at this point. It's a marathon. It, it's become, uh, we're at the, the final couple miles of a marathon, and we're just ex- getting exhausted. I mean, we're seeing that, that, that finish line, but it's still, you know three quarters of a mile away or whatever you want, whatever running analogy you want to use for it. Yeah. And it's a, it's a bit tiring at this point. I can see that. Um, but not a bad episode. It's a, it's, it's, it's an episode. It's, okay. it has its merits. I like this episode a lot. I think this is a good episode um, for a lot of reasons. And um, I do agree with you though, that I think that the, uh, this series as a whole is definitely running out of steam. And I think that the problem with, Doing a parody anime in general is that you are going to run out of things to parody. Um, you know, we talked about last week, the, the problem that I think Bill and I had with it is because if you are not familiar with a very specific thing, you're not going to get the joke. This, at least, as you mentioned, it's, it is Fist of the North Star, but Fist of the North Star is based off of something that a lot of people, I think, are going to find a little more accessible. A lot more people are going to know what you know, you know, beyond the Thunderdome, or you know, Mad, Mad Max, Max, or Road Warrior, or or or, or, or have seen anything post-apocalyptic. Right. You know, played Fallout can can understand the genre better than here's a Harlock specific episode, right? right? Or right. a, a, right. a Harlock Mats, Matsumoto, right. right? So I think that this episode was more accessible to people. Um, what I also like about this episode, and I've already mentioned it, is that while they're running out of steam, this episode had, I think. Really, some good writing, okay. and uh, as far as like the pacing, as far as like trying to figure out where do we go from here, the characterization, the fact that Bill felt bad for Excel. Right. I mean, that is good writing on some level. Right. Fuck the episode. <laughs> no, so I, I agree with you that the, it was well and well animated too. Was it was not, a, it was a very well animated it, episode. Yeah, it, it was. It, it was there were absolutely gorgeous episodes, things. Three, first first two or three episodes uh, worth. You and, know. And here's the thing that a lot of you, either, not a lot of you, but I mean, maybe the listeners too, you two and I, at some points, have had trouble with this anime, is that they nothing happens in certain episodes. Mm-hmm. This one had a particular plot, a particular pace that kind of, that continued to progress. It made sense. There wasn't a lot of filler. It felt complete. It felt like a complete story was told in one episode, whereas everything in some of those other episodes were just... Filler, 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 nothing happened the entire time. Or filler, 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 oh, that's the exact same episode as what we saw the episode before. Right. With very minor changes. Right. So I think that, you know, hats off to the writers, hats off to, you know, Shinichi, hats off to anyone working on this. This was, I think, one of the better episodes. Wow. 23 episodes, three to go. So our next episode is uh, episode 24 for You, I Die. And uh, as we mentioned, it is a serious episode, so... I have no idea how the next week's episode is going to go, honestly, because uh, we do rely on making fun of the, the different jokes on this show. So we'll have to... It's all going to be dick and fart jokes <laughs> the entire time somehow. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, This is my review. To make it worse, yeah. I don't know if it's worse, but to make it more interesting, it is Bill's week to do this episode. It's actually Bill's final review on this series. Bill's your final Yay. one. And you get a serious episode. No! <laughs> yeah, Can so... we start a Patreon for booze? <laughs> that would be hilarious to, 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 to get a brew, uh, start brewing our own uh, beers. No, just to, just to, to go buy a down. case of whiskey. <laughs> uh, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> for the for, if you donate up to fifty dollars a month, you will keep Bill very well lubricated for every episode. If anybody out there wants to send a bottle of whiskey mm-hmm. to Tuning Japanese, mm-hmm. I promise to drink the whole thing during an episode. Yeah, tweet us at Tuning wow. Japanese. If you want to do that, tweet us at Tuning Japanese. I know that it's difficult to send liquor and alcohol, but if you want to, send us a Find tweet. Find a way to do it. Tweet us or email us at Tuning Japanese or TuningJapanese at gmail.com, and we'll uh, we'll critique it on the show. Absolutely. All right. All right. Why are we doing that as a podcast? <laughs> 
Drinking? <laughs> because I yes. can't. Why because, are we doing because, it? Because I came up with this idea and I don't drink much. So, like, this just dawned on you. So that's why we're not yeah, doing this. And I don't want the Illinois court, court system to take my son away from me saying that I'm an alcoholic. You can be a parent and an alcoholic. I, you know what? I don't want to run the risk. <laughs> All right. Josh. All right. Well, I'll fucking do it. All right. This, this you guys record. I'll drink. Solo Bill cast. Uh, Josh, take us out. All right. Well, this has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three lone wanderers in their 30s walk around the wasteland and talk about anime. I'm a pretty lady that uh, became a star. Some crap like that. My name is Andy. I've been promoted to bathroom cleaning, Captain. I'm Bill. Your plunger is mighty. It is. It beats my last game. <laughs> and my cuteness was increased by 28% and it was over company standards. I'm Josh. And until next time, folks, we'll see you later. Bye bye. I don't have to say. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. To find out more about the show, visit tuningjapanese.com. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash tuning japanese on twitter at tuning japanese and tumblr at tuningjapanese.tumblr.com you can also send us any questions suggestions or feedback by emailing the show at tuningjapanese at gmail.com be sure to also leave us a five-star rating and review on itunes Tuning Japanese is a part of the Questionable Endeavor Media Network. Visit questnnetwork.com for more information on our other podcasts in this network, including the Shadow Bay Podcast, Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Raw Attitude Podcast, and the Geek and Gamer Guild. They've been attacking up north. Right! Tell that funky pan kid that the pretty lady became a star or some crap like that, okay? I'm coming, Lord of But you're going... Oh, whatever.